Hello, hello, how's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily coming at you. YDBT Daily on Thursdays, 8 o'clock to about whenever the hell I feel like it. <clears throat> and uh, we do Talking Shit Tuesday, uh, 8 o'clock till 9.30. So we might go long today depending on how many people join the chat. It is raining and thundering and lightning really uh, here. So if I lose internet, well, I'll try to get back on as soon as possible. But it is possible that I might lose internet here because if I lose power, just a little surge. Bada bing, bada boom. Why don't you get battery backups? I, I just don't feel like need them. It's not, it's not that serious, bro. I can just get back on. So today, what I want to talk about and I want to highlight is something that came across my Facebook feed. If you look at my, if you look at my, um, what do you call it? Thumbnail. I started seeing some weird Celine uh, posts, and they look like this. Okay, I, we'll just get right to it. They look like this. Basically, what Celine is doing is uh, asking for money from the public. They're basically saying, calling all car enthusiasts and investors. Celine Automotive invites you to be a part of our legacy. Invest in the Celine Original Series and drive innovation forward. So basically, I, I don't know what that is, but it looks to be another yet another car venture now that reminded me of what happened about a year ago around probably this time where they did the same thing but with teslas that's right the model s tesla they attempted to do something similar and i'll read that article because i think it's very interesting what the x wood screw have an ass mofo that used to literally stick parts on mustangs with wood screws and i don't know how that took off like i think it's a flash in the pan. I think if you don't capitalize on that, because Celine Mustangs are popular now because of their low production numbers. But back in the day, to have one was cool, but it wasn't that special. It was like, okay, you got a Celine Mustang, big deal. Now you have a Celine Mustang, Fox Body, and it's a big deal. No one cares about a Celine S550. Nobody cares about a Celine 3 valve. Nobody cares about a Celine anything, unless it's an S351 or an SSC or a let's say 85 or 86, super low production number. Celine, so I'm going to read that article real quick and just kind of get you, you know, at least on notice because if you follow Mustang forums and Mustang groups and stuff like that, you're going to see this thing pop up of them asking you for money. And in that article, it pretty much tells you what they do with that money. We're also going to cover late model performances build of Greg Kiyosayan, aka Greg Kong's Corvette. His ZR1 was built with solid roller, Billy Badass, high revving, 427, high compression, you know, 2650 worth of goodness. It trapped 175 miles an hour. It went 850, pissing off Mr. Franco of the ZR1 forums. And he's like, well, it's not stuck by the man, I don't care. Which is basically... Him waving the white flag saying, I got nothing. The thing went 175 and, you know, all he'll do is cast doubt on it. But he's just one of those guys that hates. Like, the, there's a guy right now that says, Alex, if you don't have a 10-second time slip for your Fox body, you ain't shit. Okay, I got a 9-second time slip for my S550. I got an 8-second time slip for my S197 GT500. And I got an 8-second time slip for my Fairmont. Three different platforms went low 9s or 8s. In less than two years, and you're gonna try to tell me that you're you you know you don't believe me because and then when I post a 10 second clip of the Fox body, there's there's gonna be doubt cast on that. So we'll get after that. We'll talk a little bit, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. <laughs> I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live.
fucking thing sucks. That's right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. It absolutely sucks. And we're just going to go ahead and move right into the sponsors. That's right. We're going to talk about the sponsors that make the disco ball roll. Two Auto Solution, Rami Zaidan. Two Auto Solution in Puerto Rico. Allá en Cagua. Coño, puñeta. Two Auto Solution. Race Motive, they're going to be sending me some t-shirts to give away and a bunch of other stuff, so hopefully Race Motive will get on the program. We're going to look out for their races, roll races up. I might hit one of their races up in the ZR1. DNA Hat Performance, DNA Performance.com, the online parts house for this program, DNA Hat Performance. Parts Farm, PartsFarm.com. I'm looking for a reservoir and a clutch line. I'm just going to buy it new, but I'm just saying that just to let you know that Parts Farm probably has access to that. Kong Performance, that's right, the guy that went... 850 at 175 plus in shitty air in Maryland. Thanks to LNP and his blowers. Caliber Transmission, CaliberTransmission.com, PMAP, and Ultimate Header. That's right, the people that make it all happen. Kill it at you. That's right. We talked about on the last um, uh, video that I put out manual S550 NA stuff. A lot of people had questions about that, but a lot of people figured out, or at least in that video, noticed that the gear ratio split was so jacked up for NA. But when it comes to the boosted side of things, I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised that that transmission is well-suited for boost stuff. So uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about whatever you want, but let's say hi to the people. Angel Puerto Rico, Joe Swish, D-Rock Fox, Anthony, Mindy540, Back Tacoma, D-Rock Fox, Douche Did It, Travis, Brian, 03, Cobra, Mike Jericho, late model performance in the house, JD Swag, one of the mods. Slow 99, Javi, Anthony, John, Bailey, Evan Smith. What's up? I heard your drive shaft busted. Good thing you got good people in your camp getting your parts. Love that shit. 2000 MCR, Mendoza's Coyote, Adam Griffin, 2000, uh, Matt, 2011 GT, another mod. Reflex G, Sophia Vergara just turned 51. Sorry. Sheesh, she still got it. She is hot. That is what premium genetics do. Donkey Mac, Joe Swishito, Reflex, Dynamite, it's Oman. TJ Sikorsky, John Bailey, Nat Jew, B. Lavesh, Vic, Bacho, Black GT500, Abdullah, Jared Wells, Johnny Boy, Bear Bryant, your average ZR1, Selim, Randy Savage, Edwin Martinez in the Puro Pinche 956 a la verga, cuz. Puro Pinche 956 a la verga, cuz. Matty, infamous S550, Abdullah. Uh, Abdullah gets mad. He's like, why are you playing Habibi music every single time I say something? You call us all Mexicans. You don't see me tripping. Zake, Keith, TD, <laughs> Laura T, the only vagina on the chat. Whipple, the B-Lightning, Ian Martha probably selling his car right. Ian Martha is selling his car right now. Trust me. R <laughs> RPG GT, Easy R, Corn Fed, Coyote Fury, Jared Wells, Jay Merv, Tony Dominguez, finally got the Dark Horse emoji. Congratulations. More pubes, more boost. Jeffrey Bondobird, Sophia or Selma. Sophia, by far. Selma, está poniendo poquito vieja. Do you know what I am saying? Let's get right to the article so we can get to talking with the people. Right to the article. Get the sponsors out of the way. And let's do it. Now, this happened back in 2022. And that that um, email, the Celine Ponzi scheme email, uh, was kind of interesting. Celine, okay, July 6th, almost a year to the day, uh, 2022, where Celine tried this shit before. Celine launches a shady financing, 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 financing effort to tease modified Tesla vehicles again. 
Selena Automotive has launched a new shady financing effort to bring the company back from the dead, and the legendary car tuner is dangling modified Tesla vehicles in the process. Again, Selene is a California-based tuning company founded by Steve Selene, a former racing driver turned CEO. In the late 90s and the early 2000s, he found some success tuning Ford Mustangs and had a direct relationship with Ford to provide Mustang chassis as many Ford dealerships distributed its Selene Mustangs, also launched the S7 Supercar. At the time, the company was respected as Roush and Hennessy. Well, they kind of were. Who are now seen as the main American cartooners. Ha! <laughs> You're funny. At one point, Celine even became a contractor for Ford and had the assembly and paint contract for the Ford GT. However, it didn't survive the financial crisis of 08 or 09 and went bankrupt. A few years later, Steve Celine tried to relaunch the company, but he had to use some shady financing to make it happen. The new Celine Automotive was brought to public by Penny Stock Market OTC through a shell company owned by a financier named David Weiner, who is known to bring small companies public on the OTC offering them toxic notes with ridiculous conversion rates and then dumping those stocks. After going public and taking in millions in the convertible notes uh, from the investors, Celine started to make announcements about new projects and even electric vehicles, which caught my attention. Celine announced that it would be would have tuned the Tesla Model S to create the Celine Tesla 416. The company made the claims that the vehicle that were never substantiated, meaning they said shit, this thing was going to do shit that it never did. Like me saying, I'm going to run 7s and never run 7s or tell you this package will make 1,100 horsepower and it doesn't. Like Hennessy, basically. Celine never claimed to be in partnership with Tesla on the project, which was never the case. Celine claimed to never be in partnership with Tesla. Thank you for interest. Okay, and this is basically the letter you would get, I guess, if you expressed interest in that project. Hello, Frederick. Thank you for your interest in the Celine 416 Tesla. You can purchase the 416 directly from me. Uh, this is a guy named Derek Hall. We are fully in partnership with Tesla, says the email. They know that we're doing the car fully back up and will not void the warranty. They'll just release the eight-year infinite warranty on the battery drive unit until the 450 bumper-to-bumper warranty, which we will match for the Celine components. Attaches the features and spec sheet so you can see the standard features plus the optional upgrade available. If you have any questions, let me know. Celine took millions of dollars in customer deposits for the 416 and other vehicles, but only ended up delivering a few units. In 2014 and 15, millions in convertible notes matured and diluted Celine stocks. The investors behind these notes started selling heavily, and around the same time, Celine bought advertising on the Penny Stock website to promote its stock, and several stock pumpers started promoting the company. The new shares were unloaded on small retail investors who believed Celine would fit, find success with the modified Tesla vehicles, future EV projects they were teasing at the time. The stock went from $1 a share to being completely worthless over the next few years, and it was eventually delisted by the SEC and becoming delinquent in its financial reporting. 2019, Celine tried to revive the company again through partnership with Chinese automaker that failed within a year. Now Celine is back in 2022. Celine is trying to do another comeback with the company's history is not enough of a warning. There are plenty of new red flags in the latest venture. Several people uh, sent Electech a notice of solicitation of investment to Steve Celine, which again, this made me laugh because I was on Facebook scrolling and I was like, why is Celine putting out a sponsorship thing saying calling all car enthusiasts and investors? Celine Automotive invites you to be a part of our legacy. But check this out. Let's say you're a psycho and you go ahead and give them 500 bucks. Listen to the next thing. Investors in this offering, meaning if you give Celine 500 bucks, will grant an irrevocable 
voting proxy to the company's CEO that will limit their ability to vote their shares of common stock purchased in this offering until the occurrence of certain events specified in the proxy, none of which may ever occur. Meaning, you give up all voting rights of your shares to Steve Celine, the CEO. Our Celine signature cards are built from base chassis of American automobile manufacturing, including Ford Mustang, Ford Trucks, Model S vehicles. We're also working with them and develop on the Bronco. And according to everything this guy said, that is not the case. So this, this is an amazing thing that actually happens out there. This is, have you guys ever been to these um, workshops that say, Man, we're going to get you rich. You know how you make money? You got to go out there and get a loan for zero down on an absolute piece of shit property. After you rehab that piece of shit property by taking out yet another bunch of loans, you can then list it and then or, or sell it. Or let's say you rent it out. And then in a year after it's worth, you know, then take the cash out and then do that again somewhere else. If you're one of those guys that falls for that shit, you deserve to go bankrupt. You deserve to lose your money. You are the same guy that gave Andrew Tate money for Hustlers University or Top G Associated or whatever the hell Ponzi scheme and pyramid scheme he's thinking of at the time. It is Amway. It is absolute bullshit. But I saw that and I go, is Celine again trying to come back from the dead by using Facebook ads and dumbasses on Facebook forums and, and Mustang pages to say, Oh yeah, I love Celine. Celines are great. Let me give them 500 bucks. And let's say, I don't know, 10,000 people give him 500 bucks. And all those people think they have a vested interest, meaning you have a stake in the company because you're technically an investor. Then you find in the fine print that now you have given your rights as an investor to the CEO. Like you, you deserve to get your money taken. Supposedly that, that guy got served a cease and desist, a gag order, the whole nine yards because he was out there exposing what Celine was doing. Now, I don't know of any other, um, car company that's doing that. I don't know of any other, but, but it reminded me of those people that go to retreats that cost 10,000 bucks. Like I hate to say it, but I think Dan Pena is probably the best flim flam man out there because he talks a really good game people like grant cardone people like all those people that say that you know i made it and if i made it you can make it like i immediately go you're full of shit you're not giving me anything you're not giving me leads you're not giving me templates you're basically saying stop being a bitch make money you're not actually showing me anything so i thought that was an interesting thing to talk about that's out there so we can converse about that stuff but before we get to the to the people and all the other stuff i want to give a huge shout out to the people at late model performance so they built Greg's motor, uh, 12 to one roller deal that basically mimicked this car. Alec Bledsoe talks about it there. Um, solid roller deal made uh, 1200 or so, actually close to 1300 horsepower. I think they go through the build process of them going to the track a couple of times. Uh, I think it, it smoked the clutch and then a couple other things happened and then bad DA. They ended up changing tire size. They ended up changing a whole bunch of stuff. They show the progression. I don't want to show the whole video because I want you guys to go there and watch the video yourself because it is going to do well. It's one day ago and 20,000 views on a 15,000 sub channel. That means it's legit, legit. But I love the fact that they give you the lineage of the whole process. The only thing 
that was missing on this video. And again, you guys did a killer job. Was Greg. Greg, I love you. Get on camera. I love you. People want to hear what you got to say. Because you have to tie a product to a person. And you cannot be this omnipotent being in the cloud. Not talking to the people. Uh, they showed this guy and saw on the clutch on Greg's. They went from a, uh, look at his pretty eyes. My God, I get it. Oh man, bro. If you slim down by a little bit. Oh bro, I'm telling you. You'd be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be hitting you up. So they ended up selling RPS clutch from a monster because they smoked the clutch. Then Greg went out there and did his thing and pulled off a good number. The guy was kind of making fun of the fact that Greg was shifting slow. I'm like, dude, that's actually a really good job of shifting. You try shifting 1300 horsepower. It ain't no joke. I'll try 852 175 so pissed off a lot of zero one guys in the forums pissed off a lot of people that said he wouldn't do it pissed off a lot of people that said he wouldn't put that on a dyno jet and prove the number like that's the dumbest fucking comment I've ever heard in my life so we'll talk about it plenty to talk about today Celine stuff Greg stuff anything else you want to talk about we're here for that we can also talk about about the um NA video that I released yesterday trying to get you guys as much content as possible as much info as possible I gave you coyote swap stuff any build series 6r80 uh, mt82 d4 the whole nine yards good shit last of what's my in my account douche did it thank you for the money Alex my gen 3 is four degrees off according to the law can I gobble your boricua cock says being Brian ha <laughs> ha Ian Martha, 2020 Hellcat Challenger for sale. David Phillips, channel support. Thanks for helping with the nonsense on my 19 ESS card this week. All good to go now. Thank you for being an awesome uh, guy that pays me. I love that. That's the best. Um, I don't know how many people would react to a gorilla talking on camera. He's literally like the hottest guy you've ever seen. Like, yeah, I, I know he hates being on camera, but this is the this is this is this is the game we play. If, if you're afraid of being disliked, too bad. People already dislike him. There are people out there that hate him no matter what. Meanwhile, they run all his shit. Like, I ah, fuck Kong. Kong sucks. By the way, look at my Kong 2650 blower. It made a thousand with a Kong cold air and a Kong this and a Kong that. Like, Greg can just get on and say, what's up, guys? Or, you know, hey, it ran a good number. Like, he doesn't have to, like, actually talk. You can be like, how'd the run feel? And he's going to go, good. He has great hair. Maybe he's a little self-conscious. I don't know. Whatever. But, I, you know, he, he literally needs to be on camera. He's a very good-looking guy. Well-spoken guy. A little quirky. But who the hell is it? What the fuck? What are you going to do? I'm all in for doing what makes you happy. But, damn, something needs to be done about these financial influencers or whatever you call them. LMP channel has great content. LMP's channel is taking a completely different approach. See, this channel relies on volume. LMP's main money is LMP, the tuning, the parts, the whole nine yards. The YouTube channel showcases what they do, and they basically put out a miniature movie each time it's out. Great production, great editing, great stuff back and forth. The editing part where they actually fed in some Facebook comments in the middle of that video had me rolling because I am part of the ZR1 forums. I never post because I know better, and I just read the absolute retards that hate on Kong nine times out of 10 and nine times out of 10 people don't own ZR1s on those forums. I just sit there and see if I can learn something. Nothing. I've learned nothing from those forums. I've learned more from the people that tune them and work on them than on that forum, which again, just like I take my own advice all the time, do not go to forums to try to learn something. 
find the expert or experts in that platform, listen to them. And that's what I've done. And I think I've, I've actually um, done pretty well for and when it comes to the tuning aspect, the parts choosing aspect, the car's rolling out. So you can't, you can't really, you can't really hit on that. Alex, you can interview Greg too. If you find time, Greg will not want to be interviewed because Greg, Greg is not, Greg is busy. Number one, Greg is busier than I am. He's either he's on his boat <laughs> or I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he does. He, he literally machines all the time or he's at the gym. He's either at the gym with jeans or he's working. So I'm not going to ask to interview him because I don't think it benefits him. Maybe he feels like his parts speak for themselves, but I really think he should at least be on video and go, this is who I am. This is my car. LMP did a great job. And then back to Alec Bledsoe talking, you know, it's real easy. Um, shout out to Greg, but he, but he needs his, his ass whooped for replacing the carbon ceramics with drag brakes. Uh, yeah, I agree. Look, uh, what are you going to do? Like he, he needs to stop that car and the brakes he put on, just like Alex said, are not that much lighter than the carbon ceramics. You make enough power. Just slam on the brakes. You'll stop. Like I'm never removing carbon ceramics from the ZR1. I'm never taking the six piston Willwoods off of the GT500 because that thing went 170 and it stopped, like legit stopped. What Celine would you consider buying? The only Celine I want is the 99S351. We'll try to get them on video next time we go faster. Look, that car, you're going to, okay, and I love you guys, uh, and I, I, you guys do great work. There will be a time where that car needs a bias ply. You and I both know it. He either gets a fuse, a.k.a. a slipper clutch, like a black magic situation, which, you know, take some dialing in and keep a drag radial on it. I think you can go quicker that route. Obviously, we're going to have to come to a come to Jesus moment because you're either going to spin or bog the car. And now you're going to go, well, we're going to have to manage some wheel spin. And Alec Bledsoe is familiar with the PDRA stuff with bias ply slick, so I'm sure he can apply it to that, which will be tricky, but... I think a lot of parts are going to break before they actually, because I think that car can go sevens, obviously. It's got the mile an hour. It's just a matter of front half in the sucker. Now, if he, if Greg fronts half it nasty and it gets a good launch out of it, again, he's not competitively drag racing it. So it doesn't need to go rounds. All it needs to do is a glory pass. And the glory pass will sell more parts than you winning a Warriors versus Tres Cuarto class or a uh, Street Fighter class at, um, at World Cup. By far. Getting a dyno session next week with Lunt, says Whipple 5.0. Gonna dial in the new RPG motor. And hmm, E85 with 3.5 Whipple pulley. Return fuel system, free-flowing. Sheesh. Today I had about three back-to-back -back dyno sessions. And again, these guys, one of them is going to an outlaw no prep, which pff, it's a pro-charged Cougar Coyote swap. I think that's gonna be interesting with a 4R200. That thing had the worst MAV signal on the planet unless it was wide open throttle. And this is the issue we're starting to see with really big centrifugals. If you have a really big centrifugal with a small pulley that's able to generate 25 plus PSI at idle, that thing is gonna hate life. So we either have to idle it at 11 or 1200 and live with that, or you're gonna have to live with a very bad idling pro charge setup because it's, it's a turbulent math signal in transition and idle at high boost levels. What? It's perfect. What? It's pressurizing that housing nicely. Not really causing many issues, but we'll see. Be on the lookout. See if there's a Coyote Swap Cougar out there 
Hopefully he does well. He won last year. He won his class last year. So, again, he literally finished the car, which I do not like doing last-second shit, but he did last-second shit, so we'll see what the deal is. So how many times did the Trackhawk get stolen? What's happening here? Hi, Alex. Recently sold my Trackhawk and came back to afford getting a manual 16 GT Performance Package Premium with 6,000 miles. Where'd you get that? I still have my Engage with my previous Mustang. Can I still use it with this new Mustang? Joshua Atkins, all you have to do is look in the tuning status screen. If it shows index one, you know, one, one or one, two, you're okay. If it shows one, three, you got one unlock and that thing is done. Yeah, look, okay, guys, you got to understand. A lot of you guys have never owned the vehicles that seem to be popping and fast online. You go, oh my God, if I ever get an F-150, that'd be so sick. I owned a RCSB Gen 3 S550, uh, F, F-150 that ran 12.2 with a draggy on the street. Not Nothing crazy, but it was NA. NA, 18 manifold, PMAS cold air, E85 tuning, and it went 12.2 at like, I don't know, 113 or something. That was the worst driving vehicle I ever had. The 10R80 sucks unless you're at wide open throttle. The regular cab short bed drives like a farm truck. It was awful. There was no, no redeeming qualities. It was uncomfortable. I couldn't get back in the seat. But you guys go online and go, oh my God, I'd sell my left nut for a RCSB Gen 3. And I had one and it was terrible. If I was to ever build a truck, it'd be a crew cab. You know, like a super crew short bed. Like, and then twin turbo it and, you know, run low, low, low tens in it or something and be done because this crazy notion that you lust after the most sought after vehicles online, then like you get into a track hawk, you got an $1,100 note, bet me he had an $1,100 note and it was okay. It wasn't great. And he probably got it stolen. He probably had to worry about Pookie rolling up and That's right. And the last thing he needs is a woman getting her ass Cause I'm trifling. In the back, back of my nice head. Oh, hell Pull up cat. his backwood before he put that pipe in. Bitch, I'm busting jewels in the Hellcat. In the backseat, getting fucked from the back. I don't want those problems. I don't even want to think about the fact that someone might be getting their ass eaten in the stolen trackhawk. I'm good. Having a nice car in the hood is dumb as fuck. Buddy just bought a 97 S351 with only 1,000. I want a 99. I don't like the body style of the previous generation. 99 was the first year of new edge styling. And uh, I would replace the lights and make them the foggy or the d d darker lights or whatever. But yeah, I, w I wouldn't run. I wouldn't roll with a. The only car that 94 to 98 that I would buy would be a 95 Cobra R. 351 Windsor, Tremec transmission. If I'm not mistaken, it had 355s. And it's rare as shit. Nobody has them anymore. But man, imagine you stuff a good, healthy cam, drive train, a valve train, four tens. Bro, that's gonna be a nice little car. But no one's no one's doing that. They're keeping that shit stock and put it in bubble wrap. Exactly, Mango Brain says a track called Waste 5300. But I saw this guy on Valley Valley Racing's channel. And, you know, he rolls out. Yeah, he's got a Whipple built trans E85 fuel system. Like, like, stop, stop. 
They're cool, but they're not that cool. Okay, if I'm going to buy, okay, number one, you got to understand, you're buying up basically a eighty dollars to $90,000 Dodge that isn't a Viper. Like even Hellcats, Chargers, and Challengers are, in my opinion, should not be in the 80s or 90s. The red eye wide body, yes, because it has demon stuff. But in my opinion, a regular Hellcat, a regular Challenger, uh, Charger, Hellcat deal, narrow body situation, you shouldn't pay more than $69,000 for that shit. But these guys are paying 75, 80, 82, 85. That's crazy to me. It's a Dodge or Stellantis or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Stupid shit. I would never pay that kind of money for a Dodge. RPG GT says, I bought the sauce for my Gen 2 VMP 3R. Can't wait for install. <clears throat> Fix it in the tune, Alex. Nope. 850 note. Sheesh. I mean, that's still not bad. $1,100 note plus a Sprite for bribing pookies. What's up with the PCM Tech Tuner scene at the other day? No idea. They decided to just put out some kind of pro racer package so you could tune your own Coyote. Go ahead. Go ahead. Buy that shit. It's no different than buying an MPVI. HP Tuner's uh, editor software. And, all right, let me try to tune this motherfucker myself. Now, is there a value Is there a value file system? Is there some kind of value file system for that new product? And if it is, if there is a template value file system, who built that? I don't know anything about it. It's like a pro racer package, basically, that SCT used to sell. HP Tuners currently sells. They're trying to get into it. I, I just, I can't. I can't. It's like, it's like you need expert tuners tuning these cars. If you let if you let people tune their own cars, they're going to start blowing shit up, ripping tunes. That's the other thing. Oh, dude, don't get me started on programmers. Do not get me started on programmers, bro. Rather drive a Toyota Sienna than F-150. I'm telling you, F-150s are too rash. The saving grace is the Coyote. Look, not many Chevy or Dodge products that aren't supercharged. You can just slap a blower on and the sucker becomes evil now. Like an F-150 with a Whipple is an instant 10-second truck. And that not many, and that's pretty affordable, you know, for 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 what it is, it's it's on the affordable side. I'm trying to see if I lowered the volume in the in the in the living room. Yeah. So you can make a 10-second truck happen with a whipple, pump gas, 52-pound injectors, and a booster pump. Bam! Done. If you want the 85, you want a little more boost, fuel system, boost, stock trance, still go nines, high nines, low tens. Not many cars you can do that with. The saving grace is the coyote. But in my opinion, the body that it comes in, it's it, and and the drivetrain and the way it feels is not not desirable. It's really really drives like shit. Um, I bought a twenty three Scat Pack Charger, cool family car, but nothing special. I tuned my own Coyote after watching Mustang Lifestyle on YouTube. It was easy. Look, if Mustang Lifestyle starts offering tuning advice, I will tune in every day. And just, just poke hole, uh, like he'd become like poking holes in theories because you get, if you don't know anything about cars, you can't tune cars. Now, the problem is with modern cars is programmers got in there, started manipulating some data, but the moment the car has an issue, 
then you're going to start going, I don't know. Uh, the data doesn't make sense. I don't know. When you now have to become basically a mechanic that is remotely located somewhere. Okay, I'll give you an example. Listen to this combination and tell me how good you think it's going to tune. Listen to this combination. <clears throat> Gen 1 control system. Gen 1 auto. Locked VCT stage 3s. Boss intake. JLT pump gas. Again, a swap vehicle. Right there. What do you start with? What 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 file do you magically pull out of your ass to make that happen? So you have to know what to look for when you get a data log back. And when I got a data log back, I said, it has an air leak. But the wide bands weren't even moving. The wide bands were flat. And I said, that's usually the wide bands or the fuel trims are showing me a high value that it's trimming in fuel. But because it's camming, have you ever seen what a cammed car that's chopping because of lock VCT? Nothing I did. What the log looks like? And what the wide bands do? No. So I said, I think you got a leak. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think so. I go, you got a leak. Matter of fact, I'm going to prove it to you. Here's a tune with 40% more fuel at idle. Log it. Logs it. And it's showing fuel trims at 50%. I go, you have a massive leak on this thing. Sure enough, he goes, God damn it, you got it. God damn it, you, there was a huge leak. I didn't even notice. Thank you, man. Okay, okay, go back to the first tune and log it. If you have never tuned that combo before, or at least understand what's happening in that data log based on the configuration of the tune, you wouldn't even know how to begin to diagnose that car. You wouldn't even try to diagnose that car. You'd say, I don't know, and you'd walk away because programmers typically have no mechanical experience with these cars. When you get someone like me that has wrenched a little bit, and I am in the industrial world also. I've worked in the industrial world for 15 years, building pumps and building you know fluid stuff and, and, and just understand mechanical things. You get a grasp of how things act, and everything is mechanical, and you have to understand how to diagnose it. Knowing how the file is made, looking at the, the stuff I put together, I go, this is not a tune issue. It's it, Okay, if a Whipple car, 132 throttle, 123 cold air, 1050Xs, and a return fuel system with the fuel pressure set exactly where I like it to be. The fuel trim should not be off more than 5%. In any Coyote, Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3, Chevy guys are like, but Alex, all cars are different. No, they're not. In Gen 1, Ford used the same cold air data for every Gen 1 car. But every car is different. Did, you, did they use different cold air data? No. Whipple has a very vetted 123 cold air intake data. 1050Xs are probably the best tuning injector on the planet. And the 132 throttle body is the best oval big board throttle body out there, period. So when I say a Whipple... Whatever generation, 132 throttle, 123 cold air, 1050Xs, return style fuel system, if it's off more than 5%, you fuck something up. And to this day, I have not been wrong about that. To this day, I have literally been on the money with that day. situation. To this day. To this day.
to this day. I'm not wrong. So stop saying all cars are different. That's like saying all 1050Xs are different. This makes no freaking sense. Um, you would be able to keep a straight face when he calibrates torque tables. That's the other Sometimes you don't got to touch torque tables. It depends on what the desired outcome is. If I see somebody on a naturally aspirated car with a stock throttle, stock cold air, touch a torque table, I know he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. How's Joe's membership number? I don't know. I'm not going to look. Uh, go go look yourself. Who does that getting pipe in the backseat song? That's uh, Suka Haley or whatever the fuck her name is. People have been tuning their own race cars forever. Might be tougher with a Coyote, but not impossible. Uh, okay, Danger Ranger. Go ahead. Go ahead and install a Kenny Bell 168. Go ahead. Install a Kenny Bell 168, a 5-inch MAF, FIC 1200s, return style fuel system, locked VCT. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, 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 okay. So you're going to go Holly. They have a self-learned fueling feature. You have a cable throttle that all you got to do is put in the TPS. You get injector data that has a drop-down menu on that Holly. And you're saying you're tuning your own shit? No, you're not. Holly is tuning that shit. You ain't tuning nothing. Stop it with that bullshit. My thought process is, is dumb shit to me. Oh, I tuned my own car. Really? There's a self-learn feature in this bitch. Well, uh, uh throttle body has vetted data. And there's a drop-down menu for it. And there's a drop-down menu for your injectors. Oh, well, uh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> but that thing tuned itself. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay. So someone that does tuning school, okay, imagine you've been practicing law for 20 years, different types of law, med mal, um, you can, you can be, you can, you can be a, a plaintiff's attorney, a defense attorney. You've worked for the DA's office. You've done practice of ambulance chased. You've done it all. And then someone else comes out of being taught law. It comes out and says, I'm better than you. I'm like, I've been practicing it for 15 years, different types. You just came out of a school that taught you some law, not actual practice. So it's totally different. Trevor didn't want to school and he welds upside down. Can't figure this out. Need to do this log tonight. Three, th three to 6,000 RPMs in fourth. Shift the position as and paddle down to fourth and what? Yeah, you already said that, Montez, in your email. You said that in your email. What do you mean you can't figure it out? When your tuner asks for a three to four thousand, three to six thousand RPM watt log, yeah, you paddle down, three thousand RPMs and shift to position S, ooh, ooh, ooh. floor it to six thousand, stop the log. What's so difficult about that? Um, Alex, I've got my 09 Mustang GT running eights. Will you take a, <laughs> will you take a duke on me and smear it in my eyes? <laughs> Ah, that's good stuff. People in here would argue with a damn brick wall. I just got my base tune on Monday, but haven't uploaded yet since the car isn't drivable. Will I need a new base tune for a T56 swap? Did you put that in your base file? Like, hey, Alex, I got a, or Brandon or Dakota, I got a T56 trans. You can drive it, but your cruise control won't work. Animaniacs Tuning School, you mentioned you welded in the past. What did you do the most? MIG. Look, what I would do a lot was build um, coupling guards. So 
if you're going to rebuild the pump, you take the pump out of service and you have to then rebuild the insides. You have to make sure the wearings are within like a 15 thousandths tolerance. You got to make sure the axial and radial load of the bearings are within tolerance. You got to shim the bearing housing. You got to put a mechanical seal on it. Then you have to install a coupling, Falk, Lovejoy, whoever. And then you got to build a custom coupling guard around that. So the coupling guard was basically you put something on a brake and then you end the two, you weld the two ends together, just regular mixed up. And then you drill a hole where the coupling guards gets drilled into the base and then you're good. And I did that for 15 years, probably seven or eight times a week. My previous tuner told me I had leaks and stuff on my car would turn off coming to a stop and idled wrong. Got a lun tune, no problems whatsoever. So Gen 1, by far, is the biggest, Gen 1 twin bore cars are the biggest, most sensitive cars when it comes to that specific condition. So without getting into the weeds, a Gen 1 TVS car is probably more prone to stalling than a Whipple or centrifugal car. The centrifugal uses stock throttle body data, stock throttle body TPS, and the whole air charge is pressurized. A blower car has to suck in air, and that air being sucked in has to come in pretty straight. It has to come in at a nice angle. It has to come in straight without much turbulence. If the fan hits it and swirls the air before it goes into the filter, the car will just be a nightmare. If you clutch in after going 80 miles an hour and you have a lot of air rushing into the engine bay, AKA ram air, AKA cowl induction, it will wig out the math and will cause a stall condition. There are things we know to do to keep that from happening, but it is not simple. It is a lot of work. And nine times out of 10, we're going to tell you to shield your math to just like stock or at least like a Roush does. Because, okay, look at a Roush phase one or phase two car. They have a sealed cold air and the open air element version has a very, very um, well-engineered shield. Look at the Gen 2 Roush cars. They have a lid that goes over the filter. Hell, even look at the newer GT500s, 2020 and up. They also cover their filter. But again, they don't have a MAF sensor. They have a MAP sensor. So they probably do it for other reasons like grabbing air from the front snorkel as opposed to the engine bay. Nuxo says, 21 Mach 1, P1X, still slow, 60 to 130, 922, that is slow. Nox sensors look good. Our stock injectors may be holding me back maybe. Turn... Tuned, but not tuned by Lund yet. Well, I can't help you there. If I look at a log, my, hey, you know what, Nuxo? You got a log? If you got a log and you're not tuned by Lund, I'll look at the log right now. Live. I'll look at the log live and I'll show you what's happening. Okay, how's that? Nuxo, email me a log of that happening at ydbtforlife at gmail.com and we'll do it live and we'll see if we can figure it out. I can show you right off the bat, and it's not our tune. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll look at it. I don't care. Lawyer tuned. Sounds good for Pookie. Lawyer tuned tuner is crazy. Wow, comment of the week. <laughs> the day Mustang Lifestyle gets into the nines without spending $100,000, he should consider tuning others. Then he shouldn't should consider tuning others. Has that car gone nines? Isn't it like a twin turbo 2020 GT500? So you know he's paying $1,500 a month. You and I both know he's paying $1,500 unless he put all his money from his 13 junk into this thing. No, I didn't say anything. I plan on doing it. So, but two, two trans last week did it for me. That's, that's a you problem, right? 
Jared Wells, how do you break two MT-82s driving like a normal person? Did you go out there and just slam gears thinking that the MT-82 is this 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 length this this uh Lenko G-Force unit? It's a freaking MT-82. You don't you shouldn't be power shifting nothing. You should be gingerly putting into gear. And when you want to go racing, you install a racing transmission in there or a Ben Cal Mercedes 3. Sexy Racing says, sorry I'm late. Bondo was driving. Now that is a good excuse. Had a dude today tell me that what's going into neutral after a dyno pull was a myth and it won't cause excessive wear to the rings. I told them have fun with oil consumption. Had a dude today tell me that going into neutral after a dyno pull was a myth and won't cause excessive wear to the rings. So, okay. If you're on a dyno and you let off and you let that sucker decel all the way down to idle, you're a fucking clown. You're not only a clown, you're a fucking retard. Do you ever see those people on a dyno that make a poll? Blue smoke, blue smoke, blue smoke. And if it's a turbo car, blue smoke, blue smoke, a ton of blue smoke. Why are you letting the car decel all the way down after a dyno pull? Clutch in. Clutch the fuck in. Put it in neutral. Why the hell do you want it to engine brake all the way down after a 150, 160 mile an hour pull? You are a stupid, stupid. Any dyno tuner that does that, immediately get your car off of that dyno and never go to him again. Yeah, I said it. Uh, Alex, you're doing the Lord's work. You got it. But look, if, if I can help the guy out and go, bro, your shit's slow because it's only seeing this much timing or your knock sensors are pegged at nine, I can help. Just let me know if you do go ahead and... Uh, oh, there is an Easter egg, Anthony. So this is the best thing about Luntunes. You can see the Easter egg on a log. You go, ha, 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 look at this. Oh, shit. This, ha, oh, that's good stuff. That Look, when you see an Easter egg on a log that isn't a Luntune, you laugh so hard because you can prove. And I'm not going to give you any examples of what Easter eggs are. But I've seen it more than once. But you have a small inlet pipe. It won't stay. It will still have high power. Love live tuning. Do it live. Some people don't even know you still need to gap spark plugs. That's a good idea for shows. Reviewing viewers' logs. I have yet to floor the boss. Good. Leave that thing alone. Uh, he gave it back to the dealer with the wrong motor in it. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me someone put a different motor in a... 13, 14 GT500 then should have been in there? Like a 5.4 Carter's TV? Is that what you're telling me? Um, Should totally send you guys a wellness log. Yeah, Edwin Martinez, absolutely. Alex, is the stage 3 MT82 D4 from McCallum make the gear ratios more favorable? No, a little less favorable. They're a little longer. They're more like T56s, but it's a built trans. So annoying, whip it in neutral. Yeah, Alex, is it okay to send a long log? I'm trying to replicate... A vehicle speed code, PO12C, but it's extremely hit and miss. Is there a limit of how long the log can be? As long as the thing is logging, if it's an N-gauge or, or a um, HP tuner's log, I've, I've said 30-minute. I've seen 15-minute track session logs. Like, literally, like Laguna Seca, four laps. And I got to go in there and look at it, look at it. I'm like, looks like you hit the curb here. And he goes, how'd you know? I'm like... Wheel speed went way up, <laughs> like intermittently. Uh, 
Jared Wells says, I got an RXT clutch and was on my street tire. So once I got some wheel hop, input shaft didn't like it. Also making somewhere in the 700s. Yeah, that, that'll do it 100%. Uh, I'm late, but I'm here. What's up, everyone? Um, I have my DSS drive shaft and MGW for sale, though. Very good. He put a 5.4 in it. That tells you everything you need to know about motherfuckers like that. If he put a 5.4 in it and traded it in, that is cuck behavior. Oh, my Lord. And then you guys watch him. Anyone hear that? Imagine it's like in the LS world. Isn't Didn't that happen with uh, Garrett's Corvette? When it's supposed to have LS3 and it had like an LQ9 in it or some shit. I don't even know if that's like a, like a thing. It's a scum move. And guess who else did that? Oh, I know another motherfucker that did that. And sold it as it was a piece of junk. Much appreciated. Said Nuxo, still at work? Well, I'll email ASAP. BAP! GT500 ejectors arrived. Waiting install. Ordering Luntoon in a few days. Badass. Let's look at that log, brother. Who the hell is Mustang Lifestyle? A nobody, bro. Why are the valve bodies on 1080 so sensitive? Look, in my opinion... The 10R80, it was like an inadvertent performance feature that was mostly geared towards fuel economy, right? If you have a car that just lives in a certain torque zone and it enables skip shift at low throttle positions, that thing's just gliding. It's not really doing anything. Fine. It's great for fuel mileage. Then you guys started going wide open throttle and going, hey, this thing is actually quick. So after about seven rips every week on the way to work, from work to work, all weekend hossing on the thing, then one day you're driving to work and it goes, hey, Alex, what's wrong with the tune? The tune? You think the tune's the issue? Not you flogging the ever-living daylights out of it every weekend? Five, 60 to 130s in a row? And you're like, well, what's wrong with my 10R80? What do you think is wrong with your 10R80? You're beating the shit out of it. That, that, that's what's wrong with it. Too easy, thank you. Uh, tried to save Dakota some time. Bought a Rilex and Lund's tune from Mustang Alternative Lifestyle. <laughs> It was a big deal, an idea about him doing it. I think someone contacted the dealer. Bro, you can literally sue the guy. Because, okay, let's say you... Okay, did he post that he put a 5.4 in it? Like he self-snitched that? What clutch did I put on Section 8? For now, a spec. I do have an RXT non-HD. Again, these clutches are sacrificial lambs. So... They, I got them for free. Thank you, Bondo. And thank you, Jacob Power by the Hour. They gave me a brand new dual disc RXT because he's like, it's sitting on the shelf. I don't need it. So they're sacrificial lambs. I'm going to dial shit in and see what is what. If eventually I got to buy like an RPS Billy Bad Boy with a slick in the back, I'll do it. But that's like 3,800 bucks. Big, big money. <laughs> 2000 MCR. Got to love it. Um... Probably wasn't even a GT500 5.4, just a Navigator 5.4. Wait, those are the same. Um, I can't wait to see the GT500 up running, bitch. My Terminator is slow and needs juice and a Magnum T56. Look, I'm very excited. I ordered the reservoir today and the line, the clutch line. The pedals are going in this weekend. The input shaft from uh, Strange, which is 31 spline. Sorry, the slip yoke. The slip yoke, sorry, for the drive shaft. Um is coming in tomorrow or the next day. That means I can at least put it in there, 
and uh, I put fluid in the trans. I don't have a shifter for the trans yet, so I got to call Tick. But again, if I get everything in there, I'll get fluid in the trans and at least start the car. Like shove a stick in it be like, all right, it's in neutral. Shove the slip yoke in the thing and be like, all right, let's start it. Uh, and look for leaks because that's the I want to keep it up in the air. Look for leaks. I, there's a lot of stuff that I did. I got to get some BR40 oil, braking oil, 10 quarts of it. Um, I got to hook up the uh, uh, steering shaft. There's a lot of things I got to do. But once I get everything up and going, it's going to be not open header, but it's going to have an X pipe. Uh, and then I got to get the drive shaft ordered because I got to have a custom length drive shaft or my old drive shaft get it cut down to the right length which is the thing 43 and a half inches from uh, uh, um, U-joint to U-joint. And uh, then we'll see. We'll see if the thing uh, likes the party. Nope. The car was advertised by the dealer and posted the NGMA photos of what a damn 5.4 in it. Dealer had no idea what a difference was. Can someone send me that? Visually, what does the car... Visually, what's the difference between a 5.4 and a 5.8? Visually. Let me know. Why would you self-snitch on yourself? Uh, Mustang Lifestyle said in these videos that he's putting a 5.4 in the GD500 just to sell it. No way. No way. No way. You got to be kidding me, bro. That is all-time scumbag move. If you need another RXC, let me know. I have an old one on my car still, but good to use it. Dial things in if it burns up. I got two, so I'm good for now. Alec checking in. See what the headline is. You didn't tell me you were talking about us tonight. Late model. That's, look, man. You joined. It's all good, brother. Look, I do things kind of like uh, spur of the moment. I didn't want to make you feel like you had to be in there. We talked about how Billy badass that run was. But you know how satisfied these guys must have been to... Because there are people on ZR1 forums, just like GT500 forums. Remember the GT500 forums? There are still people on GT500 forums to this day. day. To this day. To this day. That talk shit on LUN. Meanwhile, the quickest, fastest GT500 2020 and up ever, DCT or Turbo 400 is tuned by LUN, period. So the satisfaction that late model must have had when they saw 175 miles an hour on the board. Who cares what the ET was? That means it's making stupid power. And people that hated on Greg and Late Model and Late Model's tuning tactics, there are people to this day that think that a Dynojet is a better, more accurate power uh, showing. I can manipulate a Dynojet's power number by literally fooling the temperature probe. I can put a hot gun, like a, let's say a hairdryer, on the temperature probe and skew the data, okay, if I want to. But whatever. So a 1,300 horsepower car will not hook on a dyno jet. I repeat, it won't hook. A lot of you guys would say, well, just tighten it down more. The more you tighten down a car on a dyno, the less power it'll show. Think about it. You are now slamming the tire on the on the rollers. You got and you strap it down. You put four straps. Then you put fat guys in the trunk. Do you think that's going to show more power or less power? It's going to show less power because now you have more drag on the situation. You have more weight on the rollers. You are literally slamming that tire down. It'll show less power. Cars that make, I in my opinion, twelve hundred and up. 
and you want to see if the parts or tuning that you are doing to it is actually making a difference, you got to put it on a hub dyno. My GT500 at 1100 wheel spun on the dyno every single time. So what I did is I went, well, I'm going to just look at the data and guess that it's, and, and see that the graph wasn't spiky because if the graph is spiky, I'm like, it's spinning the tire. So I'm like, I'm going to give it a 20 to 30 horsepower, you know, like, 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 like a buffer. I'm going to say, ah, eh. so if with an IAT difference, right? I made an IAT difference and it made another hundred horse. So I know that it didn't spin on the dyno on either pass, or at least if it did spin, I would take away 30 horsepower and say, okay, it made more power with less IAT. I did a run with regular water temp. So it, made, it got up to 120 IAT too. And then I put ice in it and it got down to 85 and it made another hundred horsepower. The intake air temp actually was worth a hundred horsepower from 120 to like 80. So I said, okay, but if I wanted to see the true number split, I would have done it on a hub dyno where it does not spin at all. A spin on the roller will show a differential between RPM and roller speed. The data is not usable at that point. Alex Eddie's tuning, you know, that's that's the life of a tuner. I mean, look, I would love to have you guys tune my ZR1 just so that I can at least know in my head that if it acts the same after you tune it, then I'm not the issue. Like I'm driving my ZR1 around and after it gets warm, it starts driving like crap. So I'm, so I'm thinking this is either a throttle body issue or this is either a the O2 split. You know how the O2 split goes up, down, up, down, and you feel more torque, less torque at steady state. You know what I'm talking about. I know for a fact that you know what I'm talking about. When you're cruising and you're looking at the narrow bands and they're going up, down, up, down, you're in your car, you go, Whoa. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I'm like, all right. And then the hotter it gets, the worse it gets. And then I have this crazy dead spot. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back and look at all my data. I asked Rami, what throttle body do I have? And he said, 103. Okay, I had 102 data, which isn't that different, but we'll see if that actually affects it. We'll work with some D-cell stuff with the minimum pulse width. We'll work, look, I, I'm working with it. But if someone else tunes it and it drives the same way I'm tuning it, I'm going to go, okay, then this platform just doesn't drive good. Right, like Mustangs have spoiled me. Every Whipple 800 to 1,000 horsepower car drives well. It goes, ooh, boo, boo, and then just chills. Always, like clockwork. No variable, no nothing. My fair mile, just chilling, no problem. The Corvette, when it's cold, and then I get it warm, it goes, I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. I've thrown injectors at it. I've thrown different cold airs at it. This is my favorite, my favorite thing on the car right now. Wide open throttle, right? Bam. Air fuel says 10.8 across the board. I throw 1% at it, meaning take away fuel, 0.99 in that area, 13.0 AFR. I go 
I just got to the speed density. Fuck. Fords have spoiled me. Um, if you're going to do something like that, don't post it on YouTube. Still scummy to do it behind the scenes. Yeah, the 5.4 into the 5.8 deal is super scumbaggy. Alex, your D4 video inspired me to take a comprehensive gear split chart for all seven mana transmissions. Options one, option for Gen 1, 2, 3. Coyote Mustangs. There you go. Adding more weight to the rear, increase and reduce power. Who would have known? <laughs> Throw some glue on the rollers, which is dumb. It actually gets slippery. Alice, that O2 description on point. You can feel the car acting goofy when cruising while the computer is adjusting trims. Exactly. And you know what? That feels like in the Ford world, James Williams. In the Ford world, that is a torque request issue. So when you are driving, let's say up a hill, and the car now requests more torque, It'll, and if you have bad throttle body data, again, bad throttle body data, which throttle body data is requesting torque. And you're going up a hill, the car will go, and I'm like, ah, it is a torque request issue. But when I look at the data log, I see the, I see it, the exact moment. It's on the run up, the car accelerates a little bit, and when it comes down, it decelerates a little bit. I'm like, Okay, I got to chase this down because if this is how these cars drive normally, I'm not down with that shit at all. Uh, Corvette engine maids are too tight, way too tight. It is not fun to work on the Corvette. C7s I hear are worse according to Alec. Not brand hating, but I've read those same concerns in the vet forums after installing the Kong ported. No, Johnny Boy, I have L an LMP. If you need that cold air back, cool. I've thought about that too. I installed LMP's cold air and I had a little bit of a less issue. Now, when I look at Kong's cold air, I'm like, oh, you know, I would shield the top because when you look at the stock Corvette cold air intake, I think there's a reason the Chevy GM Corvette engineers covered the top. Have you ever seen the Punisher looking cold air intake on the Corvettes? They covered the top part and the snorkel is right up against that little slit hail up against the front. So I was going to do something similar. I was like, I like figuring things out without having to go into the tune. So let me go ahead and cover the top of the intake, make a little hood, and we'll see if that cures the issue. That's what I'm doing all day Saturday. Alex, do 10 or 80 NA cars gain much L2 uh, long tube header over a downpipe? Okay, stop saying downpipe because this car does not have turbos, NA. You're saying... um. You're saying, yeah, I know, NA equals downpipe. Cat deletes. Again, if you delete the cats, I'm just going to say it because we're not doing it. You're doing it. If you delete the cats, the car, let's say, gains 20 horsepower. If you add headers, after deleting the cats, it won't, it probably gains five. But if you do it all at one shot, it looks like a bigger number. Now, this is a great, uh, send me your tune later on in a log. Late model, you're going to look at that tune and go, what the fuck are you doing? You, wait till you see the IATs. 140 cruising. When I go watt, 150. I'm like, I should not go watt with this car in the summer. I'll, I don't want to bother you. Let, let me work out the mechanical issues because I think there's an airflow problem. So I'm going to do some stuff because I got to do some stuff anyway. And I think I'll remedy like half of the issues. But if I've come, if I come to an impasse, I'll reach out. But I got a guy helping me who's excellent, and he guided me to to some things that we agree on when it comes to the the airflow entering the car.
But you're, you're busy enough. I don't want to bug you, bro. Just pass it to him, bro. Ask Honey. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, there's so much info out there, bro. The Nick Willems is known to be a pain to tune. Correct. And that's the other thing. I don't know that. Like, I don't know which throttle body is bad. Like, I'll tell you right now. Every VMP Twinjet 69 has a 50% failure rate. Five, zero. So, me knowing that, I go, ah, just get another one. Did you buy from them? Yep, just get another one. And their tuners are going to say, look, shut up. The moment Lund, Lund has now earned this based on their reputation. If Lund says it's a throttle body, <laughs> it's a throttle body. Because I got 1,000 other cars over here with the same setup running fine on the same exact tune. So if the same exact shit is on your car and the throttle body is throwing a P2119 code, get another throttle body. So yeah, a lay model performance. The IATs here are dumb hot. And uh, the Nick Williams stuff I hear is a pain. I'll work with it. I got the spreadsheet from Mr. Williams. So I'll work with that. Trust me. Yeah, the snorkel's up against it. Correct. Um, I'll help you if you want. Send me your log later. Okay, you know, it is hot as hell. Can, can Alex get a job at LMP? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't ever want to work at a shop. Nick Williams is bad, except when you get the 120 stuff. Any of the OEM, any of them are, any of them are a little different. No, it's the 103, according to Rami. Um, I don't have an issue when it drives cold, which tells me there's something else happening. You know what I mean? Like once it's hot, I and again, that thing is sucking air in from the engine bay. Like if you go, if you, if you go on on a Corvette, look at a Corvette, open the hood, the cold air is the stock cold air is sucking air in from a little slit like this. So when you close the hood and you make more heat under the hood, headers, better, you know, more powerful blower, blah, blah, blah. That intake is just sucking in hot shit. So we're going to make some changes so that it does something else. Fun fact, pretty much every throttle body you buy is a rebranded Nick Williams. Same thing as Black Diamond. Black Diamond. So every VMP throttle body is made, if I'm not mistaken, by Black Diamond. It is a company that literally makes throttle bodies. AccuFab for a long time was making the throttle bodies. Did you remember the Twin 72? Hey, do you guys remember the Twin 72 VMP throttle body about five years ago? That was a debacle of all debacles. I could not believe some of the some of the conversations that were being had with, with that setup. And they were all recalled. I still have one, which serves me as a reminder wherever it is. I don't know where it is. But every single time I see it, I go, boy, the shit I saw while this guy was being developed was something else. So any car's cat delete is almost enough? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, I'm not saying don't buy headers. This is the best reason to buy headers. Number one, are you going to grow with the car? Are you going to boost it eventually? Are you going to get after it more than NA stuff? Yeah, get headers. Get headers ultimate header is the only one i recommend but if you're gonna stay na and do the same thing everyone else does by trying to go the fastest the cheapest sure cat deletes will be fine do i urge you to put cat deletes on the card no i can't do that i'm as a tuner that is epa compliant i can't tell you to remove emissions equipment you will get codes the car will run fine and you know who you have to thank for that ford not me oof that throttle body I have, how can I put a whipple on my blower? Man, I can't spell tonight. It's all good, dude. I mean, your, your talent is tuning. So <laughs> don't worry about spelling.
<laughs> Blame the exhaust fumes. Yeah. Vararam works great IAT-wise on LS3C6. Not sure if they make one for the ZR1. Look, I'm not going to... This is my biggest gripe with any performance vehicle and new platform. It has to drive well. I don't have a Haas cam on this thing. I don't have anything crazy. It's literally Kong Export 2.3 upper. Uh, his cold air, Nick Williams throttle body, headers, pump gas, FIC 1000s. Which I was very pissed off that they're at 70% duty cycle on pump gas. At what? I go, what? So on E85, they're no good. They're, they're no good. That 30%, pfft, see ya, 100% duty cycle. So I got to get ID 1300s when it's all said and done. Crazy stuff. Nat Jew says, Vararam was a nightmare fitment-wise on my C5. Ended up going with Callaway. Here we go with the gay names. Now we're going to start talking gay Chevy stuff. Great stuff. But Ford has ruined me when it comes to drivability. Because look, my GT500 drove extremely well. A Kenny Bell 168. A 4.5 liter Whipple, 1,200 horsepower at the engine, so 1,100 wheel. This thing drove well. It just got hot, meaning IATs. But the car drove well, never fail-safe in Florida. IATs got up to 140 cruising because of the very loose convert in the turbo 400. But now that I have a T5, a T56, T5, hey yo, T56, I might be able to cruise and it won't live at 3,000 RPMs getting everything hot. And I might be able to drive it at least 20 minutes to a Cars and Coffee. That's all I really want. I want to go race it, go for a cruise, get some ice cream, go to a Cars and Coffee and come back home without having 250 IATs. That car ruined me. The GT500 drives 10,000 times better than my ZR1. Imagine my Fox body drives better than the ZR1. So there is a tune issue or a O2 issue or a throttle body tuning issue or a mass airflow straightness issue that I have to figure out. And I'm I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to modify the car to fix the I want to fix the issue mechanically. I don't think it's a tune issue. I think it's a mechanical issue that I'm going to look into. Two inch headers on an NA car is guaranteed to gain you four tens. Trust me, bro. Look, there were people out there on forums saying that this coyote needs to breathe. So two inch primaries is your go to. You mean my GT500 had inch and seven eight inch and seven eighths primaries and it made eleven hundred horsepower. You're telling me an NA coyote that the ports are smaller than inch and seven eighths needs a two inch primary header to make power. The people that listen to people like that deserve to get fleeced for their money because they do stupid, stupid shit. Exactly. It should drive like stock without a cam. I feel you, brother. I feel you. Um, now, do I built two? Okay, there's a lot. There's a badge issue. And your thoughts on single? Okay. Nanny. And your thoughts on a single double X and H piping. Double H pipe? Isn't that a W? What the fuck is a double X? Hey, Nanny, I love you. You might be new to the Coyote game. What the hell are you talking about? Double double X and double H's? What? Are, you know what? I heard of the O-pipe. The O-pipe is like revolutionary. Do you know the large, what's it called? The large something collider? The large high hadron collider? The large hadron collider is basically... A big centrifuge in the CERN Hadron Collider. It's an O shape. So, if in that collider 
you can basically make the God particle. I'm pretty sure that you can make God particles in your O-pipe. Look, I'm being funny, but this is all gimmicks. Remember the Stainless Works Takeaway 5 horsepower capback? Do you remember that? Who here? Put your hand up. If you remember the Stainless Works negative 5 horsepower capback. I think it was called the retro capback or some shit like that. Jacob DeLeon, what's up, brother? I want an 8-pipe. They sell it, I swear, Corsa. Didn't Jake's truck make 1,000 horsepower through stock headers? Yes. 80 millimeter, 80 millimeter turbo, stock uh, manifolds, 1,000 horsepower to the rear wheels. Double X pipes. Oh, my Lord. Double X pipes. Hey, if one X is good, what about two Xs? Hell, what about a W? Double X pipe. Double X pipe. I've heard of them, but God damn it, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, please put this on your car. Please, please, please put this shit on your car. Oh, my Lord, a double X pipe. Oh my God, the clown show that is double X-Pipe. Do you want power of an X-Pipe, but two of it? Well, come here to Corsa. Who is this? Borla? Well, at Borla, we really love to sell you bullshit. Like one X? How about two X's? How about three X's? You want one clamp, two clamps, or three? $515 for a double X-Pipe. Switch fire. Wait a minute, wait. Introducing the Switchfire Double X Pipe. Oh, not one X, two X's. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> this is so stupid. This is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. What is wrong with people? You know, I like one X, but I think I want two X's. Stupid. Dumbass motherfucker. What the fuck is wrong with people? Stupid. Oh my lord, what a piece of shit. Good job, asshole. Whoever buys that deserves to get kicked in the nuts. Oh my lord, what a piece of shit. Double X-Pipe. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Introducing the Double X-Pipe. Coming at you here from American Muscle. Come buy it, sure. $500 X-Pipe. Who the fuck? And is there a double helix? Corsa double helix. <laughs> Look at this abomination. Ah, who the fuck? Bro, there, you know, remember, imagine you go to Cars and Coffee and you're like, what do you got for an X pipe? Oh, it's got a, you know, it's got a regular X pipe from um, Ford Racing. Oh, yeah. Well, check this out. There's this new technology that is not just one X pipe, it's two X pipes. <laughs> You know what 2x pipe means? Double the price. That's what it is. You pay 300 more dollars for the second X. Hi, how you doing? Can I get an X pipe? Well, for double the price, you can get two X's. <laughs> uh, why would I want two X's? <laughs> What's better than one X? Two X's. <laughs> it's so stupid. Mustang guys are the gayest motherfucker on the planet, bro. Like, seriously. Like... <laughs> Two fifty and X. He said that's like two fifty and X. <laughs> Excuse me, I'd like an O pipe, please. Oh my lord, they stole that design from Turvy. What the fuck is that? Looks like something True Viate Racing would make. 
I bet there are people on this chat rocking this right now. I guarantee there's a guy on this chat go, fuck you, man. You know what? Fuck you, Alex. I thought it was going to give me... A, what did you think was going to happen when you got that second X in your car? Did you think like, oh, you know, I raced my boy last night. Okay, hey, I'm, I'm going to race you. What do you got done to the car? Well, I got an X pipe. Oh, shit, I got him. Why, why do you got him? My car has a double X pipe. <laughs> don't, 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 don't tell him. Don't tell him. I have two X's in my pipe. And that's going to be the difference maker. And a trompeta intake. Is there a trumpet sound? Trumpet. Trumpet. Sound. <laughs> uh, let me go to YouTube and see if I can just get a trumpet sound. Just just a trumpet sound. I should put that in the, on the thing. Trumpet sound. I should just get that. Uh, trumpet sound. Trumpet sound victory. <laughs> Introducing... Double X pipe and the trompeta combo. Oh <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I need a trumpet sound. Let me see trumpet, trumpet sound. Do, 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 do. What's the what's the running of the horses? Trumpet sound. Trumpet running of the horses. Running of the horses. No, that's Lone Ranger. Where's the running? Here we go. Horse race bugle sound effect. Here we go. There it is. <laughs> Introducing the trumpet double helix combo. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Mustang guys, bro? Like for real. I hate you. I hate all of you. Every single one of you dumb sons of bitches that somehow made companies believe that more is better. Well, you got good airflow? Yup. Clean signal? Yup. Well, why don't you stick a trumpet at the end of the intake and see what happens? You know what we should do? We should market a harmonica cold air intake. <laughs> so that when you hit a certain note, you know you're hitting a certain frequency. And it is an N A. <laughs> We should put a harmonica at the end of a cold air. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to do it. I'm going to just make nothing but stupid products. Harmonica sound. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Go what? A race is going to sound like this. Yeah, that's going to be... What the hell is that coming down the road? A band? No, two Mustangs are racing, stupid. Dumbass son of a bitch. <laughs> it's so, bro, we're done. We're done. Like, like... <laughs> Harmonica cold air and a trompeta. Oh, fuck me. Cat back queefs. It's good. Look, look, we have, we're there. We are there. We are at idiocracy. We, the, the, the four horsemen are going to come down and wipe the map with this motherfucker because we are now putting goo on our tailpipes so that we can have purple flames. We have trumpet intakes and double helix 
X-Pipe! Uh, it's over. It's over. It's over. You know it's over. You and I know it's over. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Oh, fuck me. Call it the hard days of... <laughs> Oh yeah, like like I'm trying to think of a harmonica song, like uh uh what's what's the once upon a midnight dream? Harmonica, cold air. Oh fuck! There's gonna be a lot of clips on this show, so be on the lookout for that on Instagram and Facebook. Mine is going to play bad to the bone, right? I mean, <laughs> bro, this is just the dumbest, uh, you know, what about a double helix X pipe? And what about the trompeta? There's a guy right now somewhere in the United States at this moment angling his stock radiator. I see you, Jose. I see you right now, Juan. Alberto, coño, ponle un poquito de ángulo a ese radiador, puro pinche 956, wey. Ahora ponemos la trompeta en esa mierda y va a chupar más aire. Más aire chupa, más caballo hace. ¿Qué onda, wey? What the fuck's happening? Piano man. Is it pi piano man? Pian What's the... Uh... <laughs> Piano Man Harmonica? Harmonica? Harma Piano Man Harmonica? Oh, Billy Joel? <laughs> oh, fuck. Stop it. Oh, fuck, man. This is the best. It's best. <laughs> Don't get copyrighted, but Piano Man, I just played the beginning. It might kill it. I'll, I'll clip it out. I got to get paid for this stream. This stream's good. The four X-pipes are the apocalypse. The double X-pipe is for people who can't fabricate the exhaust straight and evenly spaced for more than three inches. Trumpets and harmonicas and flame and burble and diesel pop tunes at Mustang Week. Have you heard the guy who put a rubber chicken on his blow-off valve? God damn it, what I miss? Alex is cracking up. I, I love it. I, look, I do this show. You know why I do this show? I'm going to be honest with you. I do this show so that I can laugh at it after I do it. I don't know what I'm doing while I'm doing it. So I go, you know, take a shower, blah, blah, and I just play it. And I'm like, fuck, that guy's funny. <laughs> it's, it's me. <laughs> so um, I basically do it so that I can hear it back, give you guys clips, and then maybe you have something to look forward to on a Thursday or whatever. Take out the headlights for dual trompeta. Is there... Uh, um, wait, I think Spanish music has the best trumpets. Salsa trumpet music. Like salsa has has great, great uh, trumpets in their... Let me see. That motherfucker just showing off. <clears throat> Double X glass pack would have been an awesome deal back in the day. Double X trompeta. Awesome video. I'm dying. Pride X pipes cause YB straight. The harmonic intake with a custom Bob Dylan sound effect. <laughs> double X pipe to go with the double trumpet intakes on the dark court. Oh, 
dual trumpet intakes. Someone will do it. Some guy named Alberto, Jose, Manuel. You will make a dual trompeta. And you're going to go, bro, this is, this is, it's at least a horsepower, man. Then you put the stock cold air intake back up. Oh, man, it feels so snappy. It feels better. It feels, it feels more, hey, uh, I don't understand. I put it on the stock shit. And it feels more snappy and more better. I don't get it. I put the two trompeta on there and it felt good, I thought, right? And then I put it on the stock stuff. And coño cabrón, eso guió perfectamente, like right down the street, like really nice idle and everything. I don't get it. I get it. If you're building a dedicated roll car, would you build a C601 or Z06 and just build it? ZR1. I mean, well, okay. Okay. <clears throat> the issue is you really have to hop up a Z06. Look, okay. My car went from 530 rear horsepower on pump gas to 700. With a port, pulley, headers, and tuning. Of course, fuel. So, can five mods that don't require the motor coming out get a Z06 in the low sixes, 60 to 130? I don't know. I'm, I'm not in that world. I'm sure you can make 600 horsepower and it's lighter. But I don't know that you can run a similar number than with the with the mods. With the mods. There, there comes a point where you're going to have to like rip the engine out and put a freaking centrifugal on it or something. Alex, that song you played once on the chat. What are you talking about? Just got a four catch replay, leaving a like. Any guys live in La Vida Loca. Mustang guys are going to go sound like a, a ska band going down the track. The DJ Airhorn is going to be the Mamalona two-step. But will they have a two, two, CG, two CJ with a monoblade version? It's because they used to be Infinity owners. <clears throat> Cordry is running the drawing board to develop a double trumpet intake, one for each missing fender. Oh, my Lord. Doesn't he know that aerodynamically he's really hurting that car? Whatever. A dual trompeta intake on their $75,000 18% dark horse. Dual steering wheels, independent handling. Troquita cumbia song. I can't play it because it gets copyrighted immediately. Love seeing the new engine on the Shelby. Can't wait to see you get on it when you went with the VMP charger. Yes, so... Sack Nicholson, great name, Sack Nicholson. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run it on the VMP, 2.4 upper, 10% lower. It should make 11 to 1,200 wheel. Then I'm going to install the Whipple Supercharger with the biggest pulley I got and see what it makes on that because the 2650 is seniors. It is not mine. Inaz, Alex is going to have an aneurysm with some guy in tickets and says, has JLT no tune required intake on the driver's side and an S&B tune required on the passenger side. Well, that sucker better be map-based. The best thing that can happen for the Mustang Dark Horse is it have a map sensor on it so I don't have to do a goddamn thing. No tuner has to do a goddamn thing once people start throwing cold airs on it because we don't have to do shit. Just like uh, F-150s. Z06 modded to the hilt without an engine pull or blower wouldn't stand a chance against your ZR1 right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's my, my car went 6.1, literally four mods. I'm not saying a, a Z06 can't do it, but it'll take a lot more mods, motor out, blower, you name it. Thank you, McLovin, for the money. Appreciate you very much. Small amount, but I love it. Anything you guys can help. But you know what helps the most, guys? Seriously. Hit the like button. Share. Be plan on becoming a member. The memberships are steady money. And again, 
You want to see me cool, do cool shit? There was a guy today. He said, I would watch your show if you traveled to shops and interviewed people. Well, I can't do that. I have a full-time job. I have a full-time job that consumes my life the most of the day. Like Alec Bledsoe right now is, <clears throat> he lives to work. He's in his 20s. So he wakes up at what? But seven? <clears throat> Has his Dunkin' Donuts and a bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese? <laughs> Goes to LMP. What are we doing today, boys? We're doing this. We're doing that. Da, 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 da. And then once the phones stop ringing, that's when he starts tuning. That's right. Once the phone stopped ringing, 5 p.m., he goes, all right, fuck out of here. I'm going to start tuning. And he goes home at 11 or 12 or 1 in the morning just to do it again the next day. So imagine he starts doing YouTube stuff only. He can't. It doesn't pay the bills. If the memberships go off kilter and crazy, like I literally need only 2,000 members. And I can, I can double my income. And then I could do this full time. But again, I'm not looking to do that. But if the channel starts making so much money that I have to do it, yeah, of course, absolutely. I'm out of here. See you later. I'll I'll just start doing, I mean, I'll, I'll work for London as long as possible. But if this thing is making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, yeah, fuck, see ya, I'm out. Introduce the all-inclusive S650 Brown Burrow Dual Trompetas Crawford Spence. Ah, great question. Let's finish it here. Crawford has power. He is ambidextrous. Great boxer. Spence is a pressure fighter. He's going to be in your face the whole time. So, unless he hurts Spence. Remember, Spence had a car accident. Flew out of a Ferrari. Hit a piece of concrete and never lost consciousness. So, I don't know that Crawford is going to be able to hurt him. I know, it's different. But, I think the longer it goes... The more it favors Spence, but Crawford can knock him out at any time. So, what is my actual prediction is? Spence by decision. Spence by decision. When you're going to do a legit podcast, right, exactly. Like, you want, what, 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 when I can afford to. Like, I have a full time. I like how people think that I can just like invest $100,000 into a studio, have people over, fly them in, put them up. Have the time to interview them and make it interesting and pay the bills. Bro, stop. <clears throat> How many members are we at currently? About a couple hundred. Like, I, I think there's only like 200 members. So, and, but but that does enough to be able to afford what I got going on and give you, you know, shows. The Corvette, the, every, all the cars are being paid for by the channel. The bills are being paid for by Lund Racing. Thank you, Sean King. Appreciate you. Oh, you're the guy with the Corvette. You're the guy with the Z06. Um, badass. Douche did it. Thank you very much. Nat Jude, thank you very much. And McLovin, it runs 10s. McLovin, thoughts on installing Whipple on a single cab F-150 pump gas. Would it run 10s? Yes, it would run 10s. 1090 with, uh, you know, maybe Octane Booster. Spence by decision is the most probable odds. Exactly. That's, that's in my opinion, the thing that's going to happen because he's... Watch Spence versus Brock and then... Crawford versus Cal Brock. And that's, in my opinion, the best uh, comparison of both. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me for an hour and a half on YDBT Daily. That's probably going to be the normal thing going forward, doing an hour and a half. Again, congratulations, LMP of MD. Congratulations for doing an absolutely killer job shutting up all the haters with Greg's car, proving that you guys know what the fuck you're doing. Be on the lookout for Celine telling you to give them 500 bucks, and then you won't have a vote in the whole venture. They're just going to put wood screws on shit and see and call it their own. And then, you know, uh, the double helix trumpet uh, shenanigans 
are a thing. Blown away. And be on the lookout for guys putting 5.4s in 13.4 GT500s. What a fucking shit show. All right, guys. I'm going to get out of here. I'll see you guys on Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Uh, for Peasant Chat. I'll try to get another video uploaded. We're going to start talking 10R80 boosted very soon. That's going to be a long video. I got to put it all together. It's probably going to take me most of Friday or more or maybe into Sunday to get it done because it's going to encompass all the power adders, all the stuff that seems to be super saucy. That is by far the most hot combination right now. Gen 3 10R80 cars are dominating up to about 1,000 or 11, 1,200 horsepower. Anything above that is Power Glide, Turbo 400 stuff, or 6R80 super built stuff. But Gen 3 10R80 has taken the world by storm, so I try to do that video some justice. All right, guys, I'm out of here. See you guys on Sunday. See you later.